The peace of our Lord be with you. Jesus learned obedience through what he suffered. I cannot speak for you, but as for me, I never know quite what to do with those words from this morning's epistle passage. Probably because I grew up believing that Jesus was so perfect that Jesus didn't need to learn anything because he already knew everything. And yet, according to this morning's epistle lesson, Jesus learned through what he suffered. Whatever else those words do or do not mean, they are perhaps one way in which we and Jesus are most alike. Because more often than not, we too do most of our growing and learning where today's epistle lesson says that Jesus did most of his in the school of suffering. Like Jesus, we learn things through suffering we might never have known apart from the pain of our hardest and worst struggles. For us, as for Jesus, the path to depth most often goes through darkness. All of which we must always say with only the greatest of care. Lest we slip over into the popular theology which teaches that if we learn our deepest lessons from suffering, that must mean that God sends us our suffering to make us better. That is the kind of theology which absolutely fills the air and the water in the part of the world where you and I live. And I know many Dear and good souls, truly wonderful people who believe that, but I absolutely, most emphatically, do not. I do not believe that God sends us trouble to make us better or that God allows tragedy to come to us to accomplish some unseen purpose we will learn about later 
or that human suffering is part of a divine plan. Many of the best people I know do believe that. And once upon a time, I did. But no longer. Rather, I believe that we live in a world where beautiful things happen and where terrible things happen. And if any of them can happen to anyone, all of them can happen to everyone, including you and yours and me and mine which is what I assume Jesus was trying to tell us when Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount that the rain falls and the sun shines on the good and the bad without regard for whether we are good or bad. We live in a world where beautiful things happen. And we live in a world where unbearably difficult things happen. If any of them can happen to anybody, then all of them can happen to everybody. But, even though God does not send the sorrow to us, God does somehow use the sorrow for us. Like Jesus in this morning's epistle lesson, we learn things in pain that we would never have known in comfort. As surely as surgery is painful, pain is surgical. It opens us up to God making us deeper, stronger, kinder, less arrogant, more empathetic people than ever we would have been without the pain. Sometimes when I encounter people who are narrow and judgmental, graceless and arrogant, harsh and hard, I wonder if perhaps they have not yet seen the right light because they have not yet endured the right pain. 
as surely as surgery is painful, pain is surgical. It opens us up to God in ways that comfort and success almost never do. But then, even those hope-filled words we must always only say with more restraint than we normally like to use. Because we do have to be careful to acknowledge the undeniable truth that while many of us do emerge from pain and suffering with new insights and a deeper, kinder spirit, not everyone does. People don't get up on Sunday morning, get in the car, go out and get wet in the rain, so they can come to church and be told cheerful sounding things that will not prove true in life's toughest arenas. That's why we have to exercise such enormous care and restraint around every hopeful word we say. Even when we are speaking most hopefully of how we emerge from pain and suffering with new insights and deeper sensitivities. We also have to say that while many of us do, not everyone does. As Barbara Brown Taylor once so wisely observed, I have seen pain twist people into exhausted rags with all the hope squeezed out of them. And on the other hand, I have seen people in whom pain seems to have burned away everything trivial and petty until they have become absolutely see-through with light. I would add a third possibility, which is that Sometimes pain does both to the same person. Sometimes pain leaves us squeezed out like exhausted rags and, and so beautifully luminous that we become absolutely see-through with light. All of which calls to mind for me something a wise old rabbi is reported once to have said about today's Old Testament passage from the book of Jeremiah. When asked by someone leaving the synagogue one Sabbath, why the prophet Jeremiah said God will write God's law on our hearts instead of in our hearts, the wise rabbi replied, oh, the reason Jeremiah said God writes God's words 
on our hearts instead of in our hearts is because in order for God's words to get down in our hearts, our heart must first be broken open. Which is not unlike that unforgettable sentence from the poet Naomi Shihab Nye who said, before we can know kindness as the deepest thing inside, we must first know sorrow as the other deepest thing. Which does seem so often to be true. That the pain which comes into our lives, while it was not sent to us from God, is so often used for us by God. in an amazing alchemy of the Holy Spirit and human sorrow, which helps us to become more thoughtful and mindful, understanding and forgiving, compassionate, patient, gentle, and kind through the suffering which comes to most of us in some way or another at some point in our lives. Suffering God did not send Suffering we did not seek, but suffering we will not with the help of God and the people of God waste. Amen.